Good morning now, we're family and guests. On behalf of Pastor Keith and Lady D, thank you for joining in to such an agree in prayer, seeking God first and trusting his word, saying, Have I not commanded? Be strong and courageous, and do not be disturbed. Let's honor God and join our hearts and minds together in common unity in our devotion and prayer with promise. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. My name is Ranji Nixon, and our scripture reading for today comes from 2 Kings, the 6th chapter, the 24th and 25th verse, and it reads, Sometime later, Ben-Hadad, king of Aram mobilized his entire army and marched up and laid siege to Samaria. There was a great famine in the city, and the siege lasted so long that a donkey's head sold for 80 shekels of silver, and a cab of seed pods for five shekels. A favorite tactic of the enemy was to create a siege. And in a siege, the enemy would surround an entire city. And in doing so, he would also cut off all supplies that went into that city. They would stop the flow of water, and they would do this by stopping up their wells, and blocking their rivers. They would also block their food supplies. And in fact, they would block and disrupt any flow of anything that was essential to the survival of that city. And the reason why they would do this, they would do this so that they could create a desperate situation and that the desperation would be so intense that the city would surrender to this enemy. In uh, in our scripture text for today, Second Kings, the sixth chapter, verse twenty-four. As a matter of fact, verse twenty-four through thirty-one. You know, we have King Hadad and his massive army doing this very thing to Samaria. They surrounded them and they sieged it, cutting off all supplies. And let me tell you, they did this for such a long period of time, and it got so desperate where a a donkey's head would cost 80 shekels of silver. And think, let me tell you, brothers and sisters, things got so bad where they even resorted to cannibalism, things that are unspeakable. And I've also wanted to tell you that we have an enemy. We have an enemy seeking to create a siege around us. He is seeking to cut us off. He is seeking to cut off our supplies, our essentials. He is seeking to cut us off from God. And there might be someone who I'm speaking to this morning, someone under the sound of my voice, who feels that they are under siege. 
Your routine has been disrupted. You have been cut off from moving freely in the community like you're used to. Maybe you've been cut off from employment, the very employment that sustains you. You've been cut off from those you love to spend time with, your family and friends. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. And I use this scripture because the siege is real. The siege is painful. But it's not final. The 54th chapter of Isaiah, verse 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which raises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is a heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. So, brothers and sisters, don't surrender. Don't give up. Don't give in like the enemy wants you to do. You might ask why. What's the point? Here's why. First of all, you have four things that I want to point out. You have God's power. That's right. God's power. Not our own power, but God's power. In Romans, the 8th chapter, verse 31, it reads like this. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? If we have God's power, who can be against us? Amen? Enough said about that. The next point. You have God's provision. You have all the essentials you need. The 32nd verse of that same chapter in Romans, he he did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Provisions, family. We have God's provisions, not our own provisions, which will run out which will waste away, but we have God's provision, which are endless. The word says he will bless us according to his riches and glory. Thirdly, we have God's promise. The next verses in that in that uh, same chapter, 8th chapter of Romans, verses 33 and 34, it reads, who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen. It is God who justifies, who then is the one who condemns. No one who Christ died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is interceding for us. Brothers and sisters, this is one of the many promises that God has given us. And if you have God's promise, you can be sure that it will be fulfilled. He won't forget it. He won't forget. He won't go back on his word. 
we have God's promise. And then the fourth point is we have God's partiality towards us. We have God's partiality towards us. In other words, he loves us. He loves me. And he loves you. The same chapter, Romans 35 through 39, it reads, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? It is written, for your sake, being killed all day long, we are being killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep to the slaughter. No, in these things we are more than confident through him who loved us. For I am sure neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Brothers and sisters, before we pray, I just want to urge you, I just want to convince you that nothing can separate us. No siege, no enemy, not even Corona-19, COVID, Rona, whatever you want to call it, has no power. So don't give up. Don't give in. Amen. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We just thank you this morning that we can come to you with any concern. We can come to you and we can express anything that is on our hearts. We thank you for having an ear that is ready to listen, and we just praise your name. Now, Heavenly Father, there are many who may be feeling the pressures of the situation that we are in right now, but we know that you are on the throne. We understand, Heavenly Father, you are in full control. Nothing surprises you. Nothing gets by you. Nothing sneaks up on you. So we come to you confidently that you are in full control, and we know that you love us, and we know that you will sustain us. So we thank you for that, Heavenly Father. I, I lift up to you, Heavenly Father, everyone under the sound of my voice and their in their families, that you may cover them, that you may give them your comfort, and that you may guard their hearts and minds, that they be anxious for nothing. So we thank you, we love you, and we praise you this morning. It is in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Let let us receive the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Amen, family. Be encouraged.